I'm just going to be a few minutes. Just, just turn, turn with me to the book of Matthew. The book of Matthew. Stand on your feet, everybody. The book of Matthew. Amen. My children decided that my wife should be with them. I'm like, okay. So they they sent for her to come and since they couldn't get here, they, they said, well, we're going to bring you to us. Amen. Matthew chapter 20, Matthew chapter 20. Go with me to chapter 20, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts of the Apostles, Matthew, Matthew, hallelujah, Matthew. In the name of Jesus. You know Matthew, Matthew, one of my favorite books. I, I like Matthew because Matthew got issues. Matthew got problems. Matthew, he just a hood from a gangster from the hood. I like Matthew. One of the original OGs. Amen. The 40th book of the Bible. 28 chapters contained therein within that book in some 1,071 verses. In the book of Matthew, you will find some 23,684 words, and out of those 84 words, 177 questions were asked. And out of those 177 questions, there were 25 Old Testament prophecies, and out of those Old Testament prophecies, there were 47 New Testament prophecies in the book of Matthew. You will find some 815 verses of history, some 256 verses of prophecy, and some 164 unfulfilled prophecy with 92 prophecies remaining to yet to be fulfilled. You will find in Matthew, Matthew, get, he gets busy in this book, even though that he was a gangster and a hoodlum and he was just a, he was just a thug. He was a spiritual thug. Yes, he was. Oh, see, so, so y'all must not know Matthew. Y'all must not. Anybody that's pushing up on you, telling you that they want some money from you, they're a thug. <laughs> see, yeah, they just a hoodlum. They just from the hood, whether it's the IRS, whether it's your cousin, they just trying to extort something out of you. And that's what Matthew's job was, was extortion. And that's what he was about. Somebody said he was a tax collector, but he was more than just a tax collector. He was an enforcer. And being an enforcer, he was extracting taxes that could nobody pay. He would make it, he, you gonna give up something? That's Matthew. See, come on, somebody don't know Matthew. Let, let, let me go on. But, but Matthew gets into this book in the 20th chapter, and if you will, drop down to about the 20th verse. Matthew records a scene that's played out that some of the disciples got upset about, but I need you to understand something here. It's about mother. In the 20th verse, of the 20th chapter of the book of Matthew, he says, then the mother of Zebedee's sons, that's James and John, the sons of thunder, came 
came to him, come to Jesus with her sons, kneeling down, this is the New King James translation, and asked something from him. And he said to her, what do you wish? In some of your modern translations, it says, what do you want? In the King James, it says, what wilt thou? What is thy desire? In fact, in the King James, it says, not only did she come kneeling down, but if, if you have your King James Bible, it says she came worshiping him. Somebody need to hold on to that part. Hold on to that. And that, that's why with these different translations, sometimes you lose some of the impact of what's going on. She came worshiping. What is it that you desire? And she said to him, grant that these two sons of mine may sit on one your right hand and the other on the left in your kingdom. But Jesus said, you don't know what you're asking. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody, yes, I do. In the name of Jesus. You may be seated. On behalf of mothers, I, I, I want to just put this out there. I know what I'm asking. I know. I know. Mothers have gone through so much in life and have been challenged on every hand. But yet, they have a deep-rooted understanding and connection with God. I remember, I remember when, when, when my father was killed, uh, I asked my mother, and I shared this with you once before, and I said, what are we going to do? And she told me, she says, we're going to depend on the Lord. We're going to trust in the Lord. Words that, that I really could not comprehend at the time. Words that did not really sink in, but, but I, 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 as I grew and as I got older and began began to walk with God and know God a little bit better. I began to understand those words had strength and had meaning, had power within them. That trusting in God meant that no matter what your circumstance was, no matter what you were going through, no matter what the condition might have been, that if you learn to trust in God, there is nothing that can outweigh or outdo or nothing that can trump the power of God. There's no mountain that's too high, no valley too low. There's no river too wide that cannot be crossed if you've got the power of God. Just trusting him and knowing that he'll make it work out after a while. Anybody had to trust God lately? We've been going through some things and my family's been going through some things. And with the passing of my brother, all of the things that we're dealing with, I've learned that I've got to trust in God that, that somehow God will make it through for us but yet and still I, I, I need you to look at this mother I need you to look at the heart of this mother I need you to understand that because there's some hidden things in here the Bible says that then the mother of Zebedee's sons not even giving her name but she was Zebedee's wife the mother of Zebedee's sons James and John we know who they are Cain and worship Christ.
came and worshiped Jesus. And we can glean from this that she was in the midst of the rest of the disciples. It will bear out in a little while that, that it, she took upon herself to come in the midst of the crowd and ask something that was hard. Ask something that was almost seemingly selfish. Something that was seemingly they're putting her sons above everybody else. Well, what mother wouldn't? Oh, oh I, I need some praying mothers in here because... If I had a few more praying mothers, they would show up at the school and talk to the teachers and principals and talk to them in a way with respect saying that I'm really not concerned about everybody else's child in here, but I am concerned about this one. The one that belongs to me, the one, the one whom I reared and the one whom I brought forth into this world. And so I need you to take particular care and attention to this one. Hallelujah. If you had a few more praying mothers. No, you wouldn't show up when things happen. You would show up before they happen. You would know your child better than anybody else. And you know when he's clowning. And you know when he's out of order. And you know when the thing. You know and when your child understands what you will and will not put up with. That teacher won't have any problem. I never will forget my son when he was young in the early grades. And. And, 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 and teachers just thought he was just a, just a jewel, just a joy to have in the class because he was always quiet, wasn't saying anything. And then, but yet we get the report and his grades weren't reflecting that he was a, a, a model student or anything like that. And, and, and we went up and talked to the teacher and, and had some conversations with the teacher. And the teacher, oh, he's just so nice. He's well-mannered and he's well-dressed. And I said, I, I, I'm not, don't, don't, don't be concerned about how he's dressed. I'm concerned about why he's not learning. Well, because he was so nice and because he was so well-mannered and he didn't cause any trouble, he didn't get any attention. And if he had gotten some attention, we discovered that the boy couldn't see. He needed glasses. He couldn't see the board, so therefore he wasn't doing the work. We found out later that the boy was genius. Once he could see. No, I'm talking about my son who could play piano at five years old. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm talking about my, my, my daughter who could play several different instruments. And when she got bored with one, she'd go play another one. But until parents and especially mothers get involved and understand and make people understand this child is gifted this child is special i want you to take special care and special attention to them i'm not mad at james and john's mother because she comes to jesus first of all in the king james she comes worship she comes correct 
she comes praying she comes giving God glory she comes recognizing that all of her blessings came from God she come when you come worshiping that says you come understanding and recognizing who God is when you come worshiping you come and saying I have a relationship with the master when you come worshiping it says I have a right to be at the feet of Jesus when you come and worship God you come and say I know him for myself and I can talk to him in spite of all of the other people around she made a bold request here's what it does she kneeled down and wanted to ask him something and he knew and perceived that she wanted something what is it that you wish what what will that I like the King James language when he says what will what is in your will that you want to come to pass what will thou what is in your heart what is your heart's desire and and here it is the grant that these two sons of mine you gotta love mama because mama love everybody equally it's different but it's equal some need certain kinds of love some need a, a shoe love you know I mean have you ever have you ever heard something hit the wall and you turn around and look and there's a mama's shoe laying on on the floor because you had mouthed off or had done something, said something that you had mumbled, rolled your eyes, sucked your teeth. <laughs> well, mama was trying to tell you it wasn't acceptable to talk to her in a kind of way. Mama was trying to tell you that you need to have some respect and decorum about yourself. Mama was trying to tell you that no, 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 there's a certain order in this house. More mama was trying to say, listen, there are certain standards and certain rules that have to be followed here. There's certain things that have to be adhered to. Mama was trying to tell you that you just can't get away with anything under my house, under my roof, under my roof. Mama was trying to tell you that as as you grow you're going to understand that later on down the road you may have some children yourself and if you don't check it early if you don't get it right if you don't get it in the beginning if you don't nip it in the bud you're going to have some problems <laughs> praise God for the folk with you love Switch love, shoe love, all. But here what she does. Watch what she does with this. She says, my, my, my two sons, my two boys here, I, 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 I want you to do something. Put one on the right and put one on the left in your kingdom. I, 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 I'm concerned about them. Now, wait a minute. These were grown men understand mama don't stop when you get grown wait till next Christmas you're gonna find some underwear under the tree some socks okay how grown you get how, how old you get 
Every time I would travel out of town, mama meet me and, and she'd put five dollars in my hand or whatever she had. And she was like, listen, listen, this is to keep the hates off of you. You know, I said, mama, I'm gone. I, I got a job. <laughs> well, you look like you may have a few hates on you. <laughs> and so she didn't care. She wanted to make sure. She said, at least I know. By giving you this, you got enough to either make a call or get a cab. That's the kind of love that mothers give. It doesn't stop. They, they don't stop caring because you reach a certain age eh, or a certain status in life. That's the kind of love that they will publicly demonstrate to everybody and, and let them know that this is my child. They will let everybody understand that, listen, I will correct you even when, when you step out wrong. That's where I'm going to correct you. And so... I want one on the left and one on the right. And Jesus says, listen, you really don't know what you're asking. You, 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 you don't know what you're asking. Now, and he turns to the boys and says, are you able to drink the cup that I'm about to drink from? Can you really get with this? But if, 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 if our children have been prepared properly, they will have the proper answer. Oh my God. This no doubt is a woman who loved God. This is no doubt a woman who revered God. This is no doubt a woman who understood something about God. Then knowing that you can't bring your children any kind of way. But I've done some work with them. I've prepared them. They saw me pray. They understood. I got down on my knees. I didn't tell them about God. I introduced them to God. I demonstrated God. I walked with God. I lived for God. They know God because they see God in me they didn't have to find out on the street they found out in my house that I was a praying wife that I was a praying mother they understood something about God long before they hit the streets long before they got to school long before they got out in the world they knew God because I know God Jesus turns to them. Jesus turns to the boys and says, Hey, are you able to drink this cup? Are you able to be baptized with the same baptism that I'm going to be baptized with? And the response is, We are able. Yes, we can. Yes, in other words, they had no doubt about it. Because, see, if you really understand something about the word of God here, the cup is talking about his crucifixion. The cup is talking about his suffering. The cup is talking about, are you willing to go through some things? Do you love me enough to be able to say, yes, Lord? Do you love me enough to be able to follow me wherever I lead? 
Do you love me enough to understand that there's a deeper meaning behind what I'm about to go through? Do you love me enough to know that if you stay on this path, even though you sacrifice your life, many will be saved? Do you love me enough like your mother loved you to sacrifice everything that she had, everything that she could do and everything that she could be to give you a start in life? Do you love me enough like that? Are you able to be baptized with the same baptism? In other words, in other words, he talks about his death, burial, and resurrection. He says, if you go down into the spirit, if you go down into death, if you go down into sorrow, do you know that you know that God will raise you back up again? Do you know that you can't stay in the grave? Don't you know that you cannot stay down in sadness? You cannot stay down in heartbreak and loneliness. You cannot stay there because you got the power of resurrection with you. You got the power of Holy Ghost you got the power of the living God you cannot be stuck in sorrow because I'm a God of joy tell your neighbor don't be stuck there don't don't get stuck there I know you miss mom I know some of you are going through and even in the work that it takes to take care of mom. Oh, but if you just pause for a moment and think about when you couldn't take care of yourself. If you just hold on for a moment in these days that you should be equipped to do better than what mom could do. And so it's no problem to go and take care of mom. Whatever she desires and whatever she needs, you ought to say, yeah, this is a part of who I am. I got to take care of mom. I want to thank all of you who were out with us at West Park Place. And the brother came over to me and said, he says, I'm always so glad to see y'all. He says, and, and, and he said, y'all different. <laughs> this, is a, this happens to be a white gentleman, by the way my brother and he says he says y'all different he says whoo when y'all come it's lively in here so glad to see you keep please keep coming back and, and, and the word is starting to spread hallelujah elder ruth ruth my reverend had preached and, and, and they were just excited i came in late and they, oh yes she preached And I love for the fact they receive whether I'm preaching or whether my, my ministers are preaching. They, 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 they're just glad for the word. They're glad for that, 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 that That's what it's all about. Those who had long been forgotten. And now here is somebody saying, you are not forgotten. And you are not forsaken. God is still blessing. God is still right here. So we have an obligation and a responsibility. Every first Sunday, that's where we'll be. And until God says so, we may be looking to expand what we do so that we can be a blessing to more individuals who can't get here.
And so they work it out. And he, he says, I, I, I need you to understand that, that, that are, you, are, are you down with this baptism? Are you, are you understanding that this is about death, burial, and resurrection? Now, do you understand this is about suffering? Because your mother understands this. Mother understands about going through. And they answer and respond by saying, we are able. In the New King James, it says, we, we're, we're able. We can do this. And Jesus responds by saying, says, you will indeed. He says, I, 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 I know this. Come. In fact, in the Message Bible, it says, come to think of it. Hallelujah. I got all these different translations rolling in my head. Y'all pray for me. He says, he says, you will indeed drink my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I'm being baptized with. He says, I, 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 I see that in you. I see there's something in your character. I, I see that there's something in your spirit that, yeah, you, you're able to take this. You've been equipped for this. You've been prepared for this. Somehow or another, you know something about me. You know something about my father. And you know something about the fact that I will never leave you nor forsake you. So I think you're able to bear this. I think you can go through this. I think you're going to be all right. Yes, there's going to be some storms. Yes, there's going to be some hills and valleys. Yes, there's going to be some trouble. Yes, there's going to be some darkness. Yes, there's going to be sickness, death, and time. Yes, there's going to be some things. But yet you will come out on the other side. You just walking through the valley. It never said that you're going to stay in the valley. But you just walk through the valley. Hallelujah your high places will be made low your crooked places will be made straight you gonna just walk through the valley you're walking through the valley yes yes the defining moment of our existence is when we see feel taste and understand what our parents went through to get us to the place that we're, where we are today. Oh my God. When we begin to recognize that yes, that trouble don't last always, that God, hallelujah, will be right there. That God keeps us in the midst of our going through. We're able and we're able. We're going to drink of this cup and we're going to be about this baptism. And then, then he goes on to deal with it. He says, but as, as for those sitting on the right and the left, he says, my father is over there. As for those who it's prepared for by my father. He says, now God the father is going to give the assignments. It's no, no problem about you asking, but just so that you understand that God the father will give the assignments and when the rest of them just, just speak it in the air don't look at nobody just say don't hate, don't hate. yeah that you got some haters around you when the ten the rest of the disciples do, do I need to make this a little plain the ten the disciples who represent the church oh my 
You see, because if, if you understand that the disciples are the founders of the church, they represent the church. There's some haters in the church. When they heard that somebody had made a request that you get a little closer, that you come up a little higher, that you get, a, get on the right side or the left side of Jesus, they were greatly displeased. Oh my God. They were upset with the brothers. There's some folk mad at you because you tried to get a little bit closer. There's some folk upset with you because you found out it's a good thing to be close to Jesus. Wasn't nobody mad until you tried to get close. Wasn't nobody upset until you decided that you were going to be better. Wasn't nobody doing anything until you started doing something. Ain't that just like the church? Let someone body start doing something that nobody else was doing and that everybody was walking past and everybody looked at but nobody decided to do anything about it. Then let somebody come along with no name and no reputation and come in and start doing the thing that you should have been doing now you mad because somebody else is getting a little closer to God when you had every opportunity for yourself just a few church folk they all upset they all upset with the brothers they were displeased with them but Jesus said hold up hold up, hold up. slow your roll calm down chill Jesus said, wait, 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 wait. He said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles, Lord over, Lord over them. He said, look, you got outside forces that rules over you. You got stuff that's trying to influence you. Just like this trying to influence them. He says, you need to understand, you got that, that, that rule over them and those who are great who are, are great exercise authority over them. People who are high up exercising authority. He says, but you need to get something. He says, whoever really desires to be become great, it's not about who you know. It's not about, it's not about the people around you. It's not about anything that, 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 that people are, are giving to you. But if you really want to be empowered with the Holy Ghost, if you really want to be empowered with righteousness and holiness and godliness, if you really want to be empowered, he said, then there's something that you got to do for yourself. There's something that you are in charge of and in control of. He says, there's some things about you. He says, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. In other words, get off of your high horse. Get off of your titles. Get off of who you think you are. Get off of who your family is. Get off of where you live and what you drive. Get off of where you sit in the church. He says you need to back that down and you need to understand that just like that person who started to come in and serve when you could have been serving, he shall be great in the kingdom because he desires to be your servant. 
all mama was trying to do is say, listen, I want my boys to be a servant. I, I, want, I want them to get a little closer to God. I need them to understand God. And so God, I know that they are prepared to go forth. Servant. Tell somebody, be a servant. Be, be a servant. You don't have to wait for the pastor to, to, to call your name. You don't have to wait for the announcements to read out your accolades. You don't have to wait for anybody to appoint you to the board or to the committee. You don't, oh my God. You don't have to wait for somebody to call on you to sing your song. You can sing it right now. says he says he says indeed he says you need to understand that you need to serve that you need to serve and so it shall be among you he said who desires to become great among you let him be your servant and then he goes on he says and who desires to be first if you want to be up front let him be your slave oh my god oh my god there's, 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 there's a lot of us who get hung up on that terminology. But when we talk about, first of all, serving the Lord and being a servant of the Lord, and says the slave portion of that means I'm committed and not of my own will, but his will. You missed that one. You see, because a slave does not have his own will, the difference between a natural slave and a slave of the Lord, I'm in the will of God. And so I know that God's will is perfect. I know that God's will is holy. I know that God's will is right. In other words, I don't mind being a slave to the will of God because I found power in the will of God. I, I found joy in the will of God. I found my blessings in the will of God. I found every gift that I have is because of the will of God. I found my peace in the will of God. I found everything that I need that salvation in the will of God. There's holiness in the will of God. God turns my midnights back into day because it's in his will. God blesses me when my enemies turn their backs on me. He keeps on making me be able to prosper because God has never forsaken me. It's in the will of God. The reason I keep getting up, the reason I keep coming back, the reason I still have joy, the reason I can shout, the reason I got my peace, because it's in the will of God. It's in his will. It's in his will. That's why folks are looking at you crazy. That's why they look at you strange. Because they don't understand how it is that you keep on shouting. How it is that you keep on singing and how it is that you keep moving from day to day. They don't really get it how it is that you're able to keep on prospering even though everybody else is falling apart. They don't really understand anything about you because they don't know the road 
that you had to come over. But more than that, they don't know what mama put inside of you. Because if you learned a few things about mama along the way, you learned that mama was one who was long-suffering, knew how to put up with some stuff, knew how to endure some things, knew how to get down on her knees. If you learn anything about mama, if you come through the characteristics of that same DNA and that genealogy, you understand that there's something about her that when she would moan in her spirit, you knew that she wasn't saying words, that somehow she was having a conversation with somebody and you began to realize that it was a power higher than herself. And when she needed some help, she would call upon the Lord. When she needed some glory, God crowned her with glory. When she needed some joy, God would wipe her tears away. I don't know about you, but I'm glad for mothers like this who are willing to say, listen, Jesus, if you will, let my child sit on the right and sit on the left. I want to worship you. I prepared them. I pleaded with them. I know you. I know your joy. I, I know the parting of my own sins. I know what you've done for me. You can do the same thing for them. There's something about Jesus that I just got to get them to. There's something about your grace I just got to share with them. There's something about your joy that passes all understanding yes. there's something about him and, and, and the greatest mama understood I got these grown boys I got these no I can't say that I got these, 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 these boys who are grown, but I, I want to put them in your hands. Hallelujah. Mothers have taken us as far as they could take us, but at the same time, they had enough wherewithal to say, Lord, here they are. I, I, I know they're grown. But yet, I'm giving them to you. Yet, I'm still praying for them. Yet, and if you will, you can actually consider the conversation with Jesus as a prayer. Even though he was present with them, now it becomes a prayer. A conversation with Jesus and God asking her, what do you want? And he says, listen, I want you to understand that it's a hard thing, but, but yet she did not relent. She did not back up and let them know. He said, there's going to be some people that are mad at you. There's going to be some Gentiles that rule over them. He said, but, but I want you to understand, if you really desire to be great in the kingdom, he said, then be a servant. If you really desire to be noteworthy, then I want you to be a slave to the Lord. In other words, don't just be a, a CME kind of Christian oh my you know oh, y'all know, know what it is Christmas, Mother's Day and Easter you, you, you just can't keep showing up and be part of the CME church 
And I ain't talking about the Methodist Episcopal Church. I, no, 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 no. The CME Church. No, no. You got to own this thing. He says, you know what? I think I'm sold out for the Lord. I, I, I think I'm going to walk with him every day. I, I think I'm going to give away my will and walk in his will. I think I'm going to trust him every day of my life. I, I think God who made me knows more about me and knows what he has in store for me. And I know that God has never failed. So therefore, if I walk in his will, I cannot fail. If I walk to his glory and live by his statute, then I will be a success. And not only that, that same God that mama, grandmama, big mama, all of them had trusted in, it's the same God for me. you want to be first all right then 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 be a servant of the lord be a slave to the lord he said let him be your slave he's just as the son of man he says he says i i i I need y'all to get this he says if you really want to understand this he says just as the son of man i didn't come to be served i came to serve y'all keep trying to put me up on pedestals he says, no, 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 I came to be a servant. I found out that there were some people who needed my services. I found out that's why I hung out with some, 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 some drunkards and, and, and some prostitutes. I, that's why I hung out. In fact, that's why me and Matthew are having this conversation. Yeah, because Matthew was one of my holy hoodlums. Matthew was that extortionist that would extort money from people. And Matthew, who was from the original tribe of Levi, he was one of the temple priests in his, his lineage and in his family. But somehow or another, he got lost along the way. I don't know about you, but I feel like there's some people today in their lineage, there used to be some praying folk. In their lineage, there used to be some folk that knew God. There used to be some people that served the Lord, but somehow or another life came in and we got tempted and pulled away. We got pushed on and bullied and we got pushed around and things started to happen within our lives death came in and sorrow came in and we started to wane and we started to falter sometimes stumbling sometimes falling but i want you to know this morning that it's still in your genealogy it's still within your dna that god has not forsaken you and you've got to reach down and reach deep on the inside of you and call back which god has already deposited in you call back everything that you heard mama say call back everything that you may honor her and let everybody know that you are a child of a queen that you are a child of somebody that was blessed by God you are a child of somebody that was chosen by God you are a child of somebody that walked with God you are a child of somebody that knew God you are a child of somebody that could bless God you are a child of somebody You've got the same DNA structure. you got the same kind of praise on the inside of you. If you would just let go and let God receive the glory. If you would just allow God to be blessed. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, the door of the church is open. Listen.